All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 381 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today we're going to talk about what is going on at Georgia Southern. It is the end, the end of June, going into July, and we pretty much have uh, our roster. What, what you see now is what you get. I don't think there's going to be any more transfers coming in, playing right away. I don't think there's going to be anybody leaving the team right now. So what we see right now on the roster is what we have and i i got you know to let you guys know this journey that the georgia southern eagles about to take on this whole transition is about to start and this entire month you know going to july august and in the beginning of september this is what we have so i want you the guys to to really pay attention what's going on within the next couple of months next 60 days uh before the first game starts and uh really take heed to what your team is uh about i'm going to be here talking about it as we go along and i'm gonna give my thoughts and opinions about this journey because this journey is starting now so we're going to talk about that and uh we're just going to go from there if this is your first time here welcome this is the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we talk about george southern atlanta falcons football episode 381 we're moving right along by the time, you know, the season starts, we'll be well over 400, and we're going to be getting into the the football season up against uh, Morgan, uh, what is it, Morgan State, I think, who we play first. Man, I, I just lost track of thought. Just uh, Yeah, Morgan State, we're playing them first, and we're going to get into uh, everything between now and then, but this journey is starting now. This entire situation where we lost uh, Chad Lunsford, moving everything to a more pro style offense, getting more guys in that fits that 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 type of offensive style. Calvin Trees to the Jeremy Singletons. We already had the running backs. Got a couple of more tight ends and some more uh, uh, receivers to come in. This offensive line, which I'm going to make a video about that once again. Talking about the offensive line, can they transition to being more of a pass protecting team? Uh, uh, pass protecting core compared to the running uh run blocking that they've been doing which they've been phenomenal at i mean the run blocking was one of the best i want to touch on that at a later time but you look at what's going on with this offense i i i have faith in the defense i think defense is already fine we got a better defensive coordinator we're going to be good on that aspect but i'm looking at this offense and you know basically i'm just looking at the team as a whole but i'm leaning more towards the offense because we got to know what 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 we we need to know what we're dealing with because now there's no turning back there's no worrying about the triple option there's no worrying about the glory days i mean you can look back on them but this journey that the george southern eagles football uh, program is about to take it starts now they, they, this is it the 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 roster is pretty well solidified there's no coming or going i don't think there's going to be any other players leaving i don't think there's going to be any other players added for the 2022 season which I think that, you know, the 2023 recruiting class is looking really good right now, but that's another story for another day. This is what we have. And my thoughts are that we're going to have a really good time going through this team and watching what they're be, what they're going to be able to do. I think it's going to be really exciting. I think there's going to be a situation where this team is going to shock a lot of people. I know there are some other places out there that were saying that this team could be on um 
uh, a, a same path as last year, winning three to four games. Some of us got us going as, you know, generous as five. I'm sticking with the eight wins. I'm sticking with these eight wins. And, and, and if I just fall back and don't, you know, if I'm not uh, correct, then that's fine. But I, I have high expectations for, for this team. And with that being said, I'm going to make sure uh, that I root for them everywhere I go. There, there's just there's just no other way around it. When when you look at this journey that has been taken so far in this offseason and how is it being played out for the next, uh, you know, the next few months, it's nothing to, to in my opinion, to, to, to look down about. I think this is a really good situation that Coach Helton and company put this team in. Uh is eight wins a little bit high? Maybe so, but th- that's the expectation I have. I think as a fan, you should have the expectations, which that could be another story or another episode in itself for your expectations of this team. But the journey that is about to start, there, there, there may be some ups and downs. I expect eight wins, but there may be some ups and downs where we have maybe six, five, three wins. Maybe. Do I want that to happen? No, I, I want us to have eight wins and win a bowl game. And, you know, personally, I, I, I'll i be okay with winning the Sun Belt title and not winning the bowl. But those are the expectations I have. But this journey is going to be ups and downs. It's going to be. I don't I don't think it's going to be out the gate. We're going to just going to, uh, you know, be world beaters and just beat everybody and run, and run through every team that we face. That will be, you know, phenomenal. Is it realistic? No, I don't think it's realistic. But I think the journey that we have is uh, a positive one. I don't see any negative situation that's going on here. Now, I've, I've listened to other commentators who talked about not only just the Georgia Southern Eagles, but the Sun Belt. Um, a lot of us, you know, they have us on the back end of the uh, Sun Belt East. But it's not because they think this team is bad. It's just a lot of unknown. A lot of people think that we're going to be transitioning and from one style of offense to the next, and that's where our struggle is going to come. But when you have guys that are coming in that are already ready to run this offense, when you got two or three quarterbacks that's coming in that can run this offense, I think it's going to be a lot easier than, than, than expected. I want, I want people to understand this transition situation. This was not a, the 2013 or the 2012 team or the 2011 team that is moving from the triple option to this offense. The offense that the players that we had on this team were already just that athletic that they could probably play in any style of offense. The 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 offense that we had back in the last few years of our FCS days would definitely would struggle moving to an offense like this because those teams are just built totally different. So when you look at this team now. Even if we didn't get a Calvin Trees, if we were sticking with Cam Ransom or Connor Sikelski, we would have been able to transition just as fluid as it looks right now. So I don't know where people could. I mean, I get it because you have a lot of people on the outside looking in, which is why I love this show because I know what this team is made of. I know what they're capable of. I, I just want to see them execute because I see the talent. A lot of other teams don't know the talent like that. A lot of people who are speaking on this, and I'm not talking about people who make Georgia Southern content. I'm just talking about people who make college football content in general. 
there's so many other teams out there to really uh, engage with and, and evaluate. You may not understand the type of talent that Georgia Southern had when we went two and um, I mean ten and uh, well, when we went two and ten and flipped the ten and thirteen and, and turned back around and went seven and five. You you just don't know the talent that some people just don't know the talent that we had, which a lot of this talent was basically uh, just blue collar you know, smash mouth in your face football players that can adapt to anything that came their way. When we had to pass the ball, we made some changes and we just not wasn't used to it, but we made the changes. When we ran the ball, we did a phenomenal. When we played keep away, we did a good job. So with with, with the team that we have, I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, it's going to be that big of a issue that we may struggle because a lot of these guys are used to the option. I'm I'm going to go out here on a limb and say this. I don't think these I don't think a lot of these players on the team was like they're not option style football players. You look at what we had back in 2013 and 2012 and you look at now, a lot of these players weren't option style option style players. We really had a totally different team, you know, 10 years ago. I mean, just the makeup of the team was just built different. So this journey is about to start where we are already in the in the mode of what the coach wants to, us to do. He doesn't have he didn't have to change too many people as far as personnel wise. The the, the ones I I, I stand, that stand out to me really was the uh the the Justin Tomlins and the and the Cam Ransoms of the world. Those stood out to me the most because. Those guys kind of fit that mode of what the offense used to be. I feel like Cam Ransom could have been flourishing in this offense. That's the way it's built. But he made a decision to go to to another school, and I respect that. But I know what this team is capable of based on the talent. They're capable of winning eight, nine, possibly ten games. I'm giving them eight. You may want to give them five. But that's the good thing about going through – this journey of what we have going on with Georgia Southern right now, this transition is about to take place on the field. And if it's anything close to what we saw in the spring game, we're going to be in pretty good hands. And throughout the season, if we get better with through time, I think it was going to be, you know, a really good situation where we're looking at um, a winning culture. If it, if it keeps up, we could start looking at a winning culture. You know, the two and ten. I mean, the not yeah, the two and ten, the ten and three season. That was a string of wins that won a bowl game, but that didn't bring a winning culture. And that's a part of the journey that I want to be a part of. I want this journey to put us into a winning culture, where we are expected. I'm going to say this, and I know this might sound crazy, but I'm dead serious when I say this. I wanted to get to the point where we're expected to win seven games every year minimum. Oh, they got seven wins. They're, they're good for at least seven. I know somebody said this. I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was on um, the, the comment section. Somebody said that Jared Binko and uh, Coach Clay Helton is trying to put things on track to have George Southern look like the new Cincinnati. 
that's not uh I mean that's not a lofty goal to obtain because Cincinnati kicked the doors down for a group of five team to be a part of something special in the playoffs. And they didn't play too bad against Georgia. I mean, Georgia Georgia was pretty Georgia's Georgia. But, you know, Cincinnati held it on for the for the as long as they could. But if we want to get Georgia Southern to that promise that the promise land to where we are look at a uh, look at, at at the committee as a group of five that's just banging on the door to get into these other schools, this journey is going to be very long for that to happen. I'm not saying that it can't, but we got to go through a lot of stuff to get to that status. A lot of stuff to get to that status. You're probably looking at a situation maybe four years minimum, you know, turning out recruits, bringing out the right to personnel, Stat, you know, you know, the scheduling got to be lined up right. You know, one, 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 once you do that, then you could get those things in order. But all of this, what I'm talking about, is about is, is basically a journey that we are um about to face. We're putting teams on the schedule throughout the next few, you know, years, five, ten. In some cases, 12 years to get, you know, teams on. So our journey could continue to be as fluid and on the uptick instead of worrying about, you know, okay, what's going to happen the next time we play such and such. No, no, no. You should know who we're about to play and you are, you should already have this in line. This is, this is why I like doing what I do because I like to watch what the other teams are doing and we can understand how we move around to being one of the prominent names in college, uh, you know, in college football. When you're looking at playing against, uh, I, I got it right here on the screen. We're going to be, uh, let's see what this is. We're going to be playing the Chattano- playing Chattanooga in 2030. You know, we're going to be playing South Carolina State and North Alabama, which is interesting on that end. We're playing them in 2024-2026. You know, we got a lot of other teams that we're supposed to be playing Houston sometime. Later on down the road, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to have some teams on the schedule that we can uh, make a name for ourselves out there. And speaking of that, we're playing against Nebraska. I want to see how that goes. You know, that that right there will be a big statement if we can play and beat Nebraska. We're playing them at home this year. Oh, we're playing them at their house at 7.30 p.m. That's going to be a tough one, especially at night, thinking about it now. It's going to be a tough one. But I still think we can shot the world. I think Nebraska is that talented that we could hang with them and probably sneak a win right there. But the only way we find out is we just got to be on the right foot when we start this journey, which I think, like, now is the time. Now is the time because the rosters are going to be what they are now. You know, I don't see nobody, you know, Adding on to, to, to be an impact player, everybody who's going to come in is, is already committed. They come out uh, first thing of the school season. And we, we need to go and put in some work and make it happen. Before I close, I'm going to say this. You guys got to be prepared as, you know, George Southern Eagle fans. There are going to be some things that you may not like to see. But believe me, trust this process as it's going. I think, you know, they're on to something here. 
They've been on to something ever since last November. They're starting to put things into fruition, you know, and, and before you know it, we're going to be looking at a situation where, hey, man, we're 5-0. and Well, we're 5-1. and And then you're going to be like, okay, I, I see what the process was about. I see where they're going. And I see the, where, where the teams, uh, you know, is actually responding to this new transition. And we as fans need to do the same. You know, I think at the end of the day, we need to criticize when we see something wrong. But we also need to give praise when it's due. And I try my best to do that because you never know, you know, when you'll be able to do that again. So give them their flowers while they're here. Shout out to Jerry Mako. Shout out to Coach Clay Helton and the rest of the staff. Phenomenal job of transitioning this team back in November to now. We're doing really, we're looking really good right now. We're looking really good. So hopefully that will continue to trend. And uh, that's pretty much going to be it for this episode. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. If you like this podcast, share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to watch the video uh, of this podcast. It's right there for you to watch. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the rest of your Thursday. I mean, it is uh, time is just flying by really, really fast when it comes to making this content. But I, I don't mind doing it. I don't. I love doing this because of y'all. If it wasn't for y'all, I'd be sitting here talking to myself, but may not be as much enthusiastic as I am now. So enjoy the rest of your, your guys' Thursday. All the links are down in the description if you want to donate or support. All of that down there. All right, y'all. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Thank you.